0: It's Connor Svensson here, Founder and CEO of Web3Labs. This is a conversation I had with Raoul Pal at the launch event for my new book, The Blockchain Innovators Handbook, a leader's guide to understanding, adopting and succeeding with this disruptive technology. Raoul Pal is the co-founder and CEO of Real Vision and founder of The Global Macro Investor. He was also kind enough to write the foreword for the book. In our conversation, we discuss why blockchain is such an important topic, why he wanted to get involved with this project, and why he believes this is such an important book. It's a short conversation, but I'm sure you'll have plenty of takeaways, including how Real Vision themselves are adapting their business to embrace Web3. If you'd like to learn more about the book, do head to web3labs.com forward slash innovators. Hey, Raoul. So, yeah, it's awesome to have you here. First of all, Why is it that you're not able to join us here in person tonight?
1: Well, sadly, we've kind of got a lot of quarantines here in the Cayman Islands. I'm also in Vegas right now as well for the Real Vision event there. So we've got some of the biggest speakers in blockchain all at the event. So sadly, not able to make it over, but would have loved to.
0: And um, I'd I'd love to go back as well, just like a a few months to when I first reached out to you and said, hey, Raoul, I've I've got this, this book that I'm working on would you be interested in writing a forward there? Because yeah, I, I was over the moon when you came back with a like, positive response there, but uh, what, what was it that kind of attracted you to it and made you feel, yeah, this is a, a good opportunity for it?
1: Well, I think that the fact that you're so embedded in the space, you're so knowledgeable in the space, yet when you started showing me your writing, you were showing me the clarity with which you could communicate to people. And I'm a passionate believer in educating people about this disruptive technology. I think it's one of the biggest things we're ever going to see. And so the moment you reached out, I thought, this is exactly what I want to get behind to make sure that that, businesses, business leaders, and others get to understand what this really means for them. And you weren't approaching it in the standard way that everybody else was, which was you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum and, you know, buying it for speculation or investment or whatever it was, you were actually looking at the broader concept of, okay, what does this mean for business? What does it mean for the economies? How does the world look with this new technology? And that, I think, is a really powerful and important message.
0: And it's one of those ones that's just constantly changing. I think even even since writing the book now, the whole like metaverse narrative has started to emerge, but yeah, it's-
1: It's almost impossible to stay on top of it. I mean, you nailed the metaverse. It was already in the book anyway. I mean, that was what I really liked about the book when you you, uh, gave me the ability to read the the full book is that you had looked really into the future. It wasn't just a, here's a current state of affairs. It's where we're going. And the metaverse is this kind of weird concept that people don't want to believe because they think it's like Ready Player One and Gaming World, but it's not. It's our digital future. It's when all these digital technologies come together, and you know, blockchain empowers most of that because it allows the ownership and transfer of assets in a digital world that can be physical goods too. But I, you know, I, again, it's really important to people know where this is all going because people need to plan. This is a wholesale change of global business models and they have to plan for the future and understand, okay, what we know today is not what's going to be existing in five years time. And this space is, as you know, moving at lightning speed. Because as opposed to one company developing a new strategy, this is a distributed network of thousands of developers and entrepreneurs, all pushing the boundaries in all the different areas. So it's happening at a spate we've never seen before. I think one of the things I've looked at is the network adoption effects of crypto or the digital asset ecosystem is growing at twice the speed the internet grew at with the same number of users. Back then, the internet was growing at 63% a year back in 1997 with 150 million users. Right now, the the digital asset market is growing at 113% a year. It's the fastest adoption of any technology the world has ever seen. And that's partly partly due to its distributed nature and how many smart people are developing so many things. So, yeah, really interesting.
0: And it's funny that you mentioned that point because, of course, it's one that made... (laughs) into the book. And when I first came across you, it was a few different people in my network had all kind of put out this great graph uh, that you put together charting the rise of uh, you know, the digital asset space and, uh, and and the internet there.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think it's the single most important chart. You don't need to know anything else almost. Because basically, if you extrapolate the trend, and what I did was lower the trend rate of growth over time, because networks slow as they get more saturated, more people onto the network you still get to a billion users by 2024. We can't quite get our heads around that because it feels kind of niche and small, but a billion users by 2024 and about three and a half to four billion users by 2030. I mean- that that's staggering.
0: Absolutely, and and actually, kind of a related metric I learned earlier this week was that you know Facebook has over, I think it's over two billion active users on the platform too. So you know it kind of reached that scale without people necessarily noticing it. As such, yeah, most people were using it, but I don't think they realised quite how far the penetration has reached. And as you say, and, crypto is and blockchain is going that yeah, way. Yeah, and to that point, Facebook
1: have gone into the metaverse. And they're launching their own stablecoin, which is part of the crypto complex. Um, So that's two to three billion people who have access to crypto rails. And then the central banks have joined in with central bank digital currencies. So it's going to be ubiquitous faster than anybody can imagine.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that the funny thing is right now, it feels like it's actually compounding in terms of all the developments that are happening. A few years ago, you could kind of keep up with everything it felt like in some of the main protocols. And now there's just so much happening in terms of 24-7. You just, you just can't follow everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, even since we started talking, the rise of NFTs as a business model, as a way of coalescing communities, the rise of the metaverse social tokens, DeFi, it's at a blistering pace. And it's, there's so much business experimentation going on, but with so many people doing it, it's, as I said before, it just keeps moving ahead faster than any of us can keep up with.
0: And out of interest, just with your company, Real Vision, how's it impacting what you guys do as well? Because you, you have some plans around this too.
1: Yeah, I think for us is realizing that community is the new business model and that uh, digital assets play a f- phenomenal role in creating network effects and coalescing community. So, you know, we're looking at how do we work for this Web 3.0 world, which people will hear more and more about. And that's really where your, your either your audience, your members, or your customers are all part of your network and share in the success of the network. So, you know, we're looking at launching a Real Vision token that gives people a currency for Real Vision, um, in addition you know we'll start using nfts as as digital assets that give you memberships or rights or other things so and then we're developing ways that we can integrate community into more of what we do things like crowdsourced asset management where they can earn tokens by generating great trade ideas um so then they get paid by the by the um by all the other members by saying that was a great trade idea I'm going to trade it, and you get paid in tokens. So you you create whole economies. I mean, I think these are digital sovereign states. They can be really small, or they can be gigantic. In the case of Facebook, so yeah, I'm really focused on that. You know, we are having to pivot, much like everybody will. Um, you know, we're slightly ahead of the game, but it's still a big pivot, and everyone has to get their head around the fact that it's not a relationship of firm customer. It's now this symbiotic relationship. You have to. Um, create. And that only creates more network effects once you get it right. But there's going to be a lot of experimentation. Nobody knows the answers yet.
0: Yeah. And I think just, you know, given where you are in terms of you've really gone far down the rabbit hole there, the the fact that you're adapting your business like this is, you know, to me, I'd be saying to people, you know, this is what everyone needs to be doing. And this is what was one of the core messages I think for the book was wanting people to really adopt that innovative Innovator sort of mindset because it's so important to see the ways in which this transformative change is going to impact every facet of life and business in the coming years.
1: Yes, and you can see it in the giant brands. People like Starbucks are creating their own uh, token. We can see Adidas, Nike, all the fashion brands all moving towards NFTs. We're seeing a relentless pace. It's going to come out of the media industry, it's going to come out of the fashion industry, the music industry—they're all going to change, and everybody's going to be looking around and thinking, "Oh my god, what just happened?" <clears throat> Much like it happened when the internet turned up—you know, it suddenly changed everything. So that—that's how big it is. I, mean, I know it sounds hyperbolic, but it's not.
0: Absolutely, and uh, hopefully that uh, pe- people anyway will be able to follow the lead. to companies like yours it is is you know taking in the space, and um, you know we'll we'll find the landscape looks very different in the next few years.
1: Yeah. And that's why your book is so important to me is because it's going to help people understand the change that is taking place to get people onto the front foot, not the back foot. Um, and if you can do that, you're really empowering people, And you know, hats off to you for writing it. Cause I know it's not easy to write a book. It's a lot of
0: work. It certainly helps when, you know, when you've got certain people on board like yourself with the forward, it's like, have got to make it happen.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. You even got Joe Lubin on there. Yeah,
0: Cool. Well, thanks so much, Raul. Much appreciated. And you know, it's, it's been, yeah, absolute pleasure always seeing your work as well in terms of what you're putting out there and, um, you know, just, i'm really really grateful for you coming on board with this project yeah good luck with everything we're all
1: educators that's all we're doing here so i do the same you do the same we just do it in different ways but look good luck with the book it's fantastic it should be a huge success
0: well, thank you